to the Della Fit Podcasts, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations, it is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the Daily Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health all rolled up in one podcast. That is the Daily Fit Podcast. Um, we have a great show for you this Friday. Um, special guests will be uh, Miss Brittany Noel. Uh, plenty of you have who have listened to the podcast know of her, celebrity trainer Miss Brittany Noel. She's been on the Daily Fit podcast plenty of times, uh, and she will be back with us today. We will have some enlightening and educational, as well as fun. Uh, conversation with her and a bunch of other words that I thought I was going to say, but my tongue flipped and screwed that up. Um, but it's going to be a great podcast. It's going to be fun to um, talk with her. Uh, Brittany has been doing so much. She is an entrepreneur. She is a trainer. She is, first of all, just 100% just a solid human being. I'm so glad that she, I, I, I like to call her my friend um, because she's just a solid person. She's a cool person. And um, we're great to have her, Great, greatly value her, and uh, really appreciate her coming back to the podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun as we ask her some questions about uh, some of her projects that she's working on, as well as uh, just some health questions that some of you all have asked us uh, that need answering. So it's going to be really good. I uh, just want to take you all uh, over a little adventure I had last Friday. So for some of you out there, um, I had the opportunity to go to Tiny Room for Elephants, which is an art exhibit held uh, here in Philadelphia or at the pier at Knife uh, Street Pier, excuse me, at Ninth, the Knife Pier, pardon me, uh, on Cherry Street. And let me tell you, it's been a long time since I've uh, actually been out in that environment. Uh, first of all, I'm a workaholic, just to let you guys know out there. I'm a workaholic. I work on projects. I work, 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 and I come home. And it's been a really, really long time since I've been able to get out of the house and get into that type of artistic environment um, and really kind of surround myself with t- talented people. Um, and it was an invigorating experience. I got to support three individuals uh, who I'm very familiar with, three artists who I've known for a very long time. That would be uh, Freak Ugly, uh, Sagamore, my bag. I don't know if you all just heard that, just kind of fell over. Sagamore and a Miss Priscilla Bell. And all three of these individuals are top of the line, creme de la creme great artistic geniuses in my opinion they bring their own passion and purpose to art and it was excellent and um, amazing to see them in their element and I was so proud to know them as individuals and to go and support them but overall I was also glad just to get out and be in that environment and I'm going to tell you, I kind of, I had plans to go, but I kind of stumbled on the day I was going to go. I was originally going to go on a Saturday, but as it would go, I decided to um, go to a section of Philadelphia called Northern Liberties for lunch, a late lunch. Uh, uh, shout out to the Soy Cafe, which is where I had my delicious food. And... Um, I went there and when I finished my delicious food, I decided I was going to walk a little bit. And when I realized where I was, I said, you know what? The spot or the location where uh, the art show was going to be is literally two, not even maybe like two and a half blocks away from here. So I walked over. It got a little cloudy. It was starting to rain a little bit. And I kind of felt like, ooh, I said, maybe it might not be a big turnout at the same time. 
I was looking online because I didn't know if they were going to sell tickets at the door or if you just had to purchase them online. So I'm on my phone as I'm walking over and I noticed that, oh, it looks like tickets are all sold out. So I'm like, this could be, mm, I might just, you know, have to, if I randomly see my friends outside, you know, be that awkward guy who's kind of waving to everybody outside. Hey, 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 what's up? Just wanted to say hi. You know, that guy. So I walk over and I'm like, well, maybe I'll see one of my friends. So I see, I see Kareem, a.k.a. Freak Ugly. And I, so I call him and he turns around. He sees me and says, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hey, what's going on? I said, I just came to show y'all love, you know, everything. So I asked him about the tickets. He said, well, you know, there, it turns out they were only uh, selling tickets for if you wanted to drink. And if you wanted to do certain paid um uh, aspects of the gallery so um he said but just to see the gallery itself is free so i went in you know and i just wanted to go in and support and give positive energy to my associates who uh have been putting in the time effort and work in their craft i mean let me tell you something I was very proud and very amazed at what I saw. And if you didn't get a chance to see or go to Tiny Room for Elephants, uh, I'm going to tell you, you, you missed out big time. Big time you missed out or, or on a great artistic uh, event, uh, which I hope is going to do nothing but get bigger. And I would encourage anybody, if you're from the Philadelphia area, if you're from the tri-state area, if you're from out in New York, or if you're just going to be visiting Philadelphia, find out when Tiny Room for Elephants is going to have another event. And I encourage you to go and pay tribute and look at high quality art from very talented artistic people. So that was something that I deeply enjoyed. Um... But uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Also, I got to say something or share something about myself that I realized, or I should say I'm coming more to realize, is the fact that um, despite liking, despite being around such positivity, I am so awkward. I'm such an awkward, I'm becoming an awkward old man. I just don't, I don't like crowds anymore. I left before it got crowded, which I was glad it got crowded because the artists, they, everybody should come to see that show. I'm just not a comfortable person with crowds. I have never been comfortable with crowds. Maybe when I was a teenager, but as an older individual, I am not comfortable with crowds and I have just come, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to that. Uh, I'll tell you a brief story. I'll try to make it brief. You guys know how it is with these podcasts and myself and my stories. So prior to me uh, going to Tiny Room for Elephants, uh, going to the art exhibit, like I said, I went to the Soy Cafe for my lunch. I did that uh, directly after, or I, I was planning on having lunch directly I got my after I got my hair cut. Shout out to my barber, Ken, for making your boy look clean and, you know, oh so fresh and so clean. Um, and I decided I was, I, I got on the, the bus and I said, all right, I'm here. And I walked over to where I was going to initially go. And I was definitely going to go to Soy Cafe. And I would tell anybody, if you get a chance, if you're looking for delicious vegan morsels, if you're looking for delicious food in general, go over to the Soy Cafe. It is delicious. You can Google them because yours truly is does not remember the address but i know how to get there so i would tell you google it soy cafe but um <laughs> as i digress um initially as i walked over my plan was i'm, I'm gonna go to the soy cafe i'm going to the soy cafe but i saw uh, another place and i kind of got this feeling something was like you know what you should stop and check out this other place because you've never eaten there and I was like, or rather, you haven't eaten here in a long time. Because I have, I remember I did eat at this one particular place, which shall remain nameless uh, in a long time. And I'm not going to lie, part of the reason I was going to check this place out is because there was a beautiful woman that was just about to walk into the door. And I was like, she is fine. And <laughs> I said, I should go in there because she is in there. So I walk in. And I asked the the woman who was the uh, maitre d'or, the maitre d', excuse me, that uh, were there any vegan options? So she was very nice. She said, well, 
we don't have a lot, but anything that we have, majority, majorly, can be made into a vegan option. Uh, she said, we do have the veggie buffalo wings, which is fried seitan, and a uh, vegan or vegetarian or plant-based barbecue sauce. And I was like, you know what? At first, I was like, eh, mm, mm, I, mm, I don't know. And I'm going to tell you all quickly why. Why? Because I'm very quirky when it comes to my food. I'm extremely quirky. Um, you have to understand, I grew up in a Moorish culture. So, food is sacred. And if I haven't developed a connection, a relationship with the place I'm going to get my food, then that means that potentially it's like any relationship you don't know me i don't know you you make the wrong move i get angry i i get angry you get angry we're all angry and that's just not the type of situation i want when it comes to my food so but because i'm trying to do better and break out of my normal shell of doing the same thing over or maintaining a constant um level of uh of a rut basically i said no i'm gonna break out of this i'm gonna try a new place just try this new place i'm like okay so the maitre d she seats me she says here you can sit at the, the the counter of the bar i'm like okay now i wanted to sit in the outside seating area but at this time i could see that the maitre d she was very busy more people were starting to come in so i sit at the counter and the young woman who was at the bar she looks over to me as after i get the menu and i'm looking over it and she says is there anything that you want i said yes i would like to order the veggie buffalo wings now again i'm quirky people please hear this i am quirky so i feel a certain type of way when i ask a person something that about something that's on their menu and they act like what the fuck am i talking about excuse my language all right so i feel some type of way i feel like if you work in an establishment and somebody brings it up to you and you don't know what it is and you make this face like what the hell is he talking about and eh, no you're about to lose me i'm about to run out the door so i had to keep myself seated had to chill so i said i repeated what i said to her and i said i would like to have veggie buffalo wings and she was like oh oh yes 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 she said okay she said so i just want to tell you we are in the process of switching from our lunch brunch to dinner uh uh staff or dinner time rush she said so it'll be about 10 minutes now in my head i felt like mm, maitre d should have told me that why she didn't why didn't she tell me that i could have made the decision like no gonna cut this out gonna go straight to the soy cafe but i am here i'm trying to break out of my ruts i'm trying to be fresh i'm trying to be new i'm trying to try new experiences so what do i do i say okay no problem so she says okay i'll put the order in for you now it's very busy at this time and i see more people starting to come in i see uh beautiful waitresses beautiful waitresses uh beautiful uh women who are there eating uh just beautiful scenery so i'm like okay you know it's not too bad all right but i will tell you i feel i get i feel a certain type of way when i see a lot of antsiness and a lot of agitation and be, i understand it because at one point i did work in the fuel industry briefly but i feel antsy whenever i see people who are working in the environment and they start to be get agitated and they are rushing and people are coming in and i understand why but the reason i feel this is because again food is sacred outside of sex which is a very intimate act in the moorish culture it, food is intimate it is an intimate act it is nourishing it is something that goes inside of your body so for me i i watch all of this I'm, my eyes are alert to everything and if i feel something is off i'm like a i'm like a mouse you know what i mean you ever see a mouse when they come out in the open you know first they're they're, they're in the dark spot a dark part of the floor or you know they're sniffing around they do that thing with their nose and then they kind of come out if they hear a noise they just run away that's how i am at a new restaurant okay so 
at this point, I'm sitting there and I, I'm like, all right, but I'm trying to try this new, you know, this new experience. So I catch the eye of the waitress because I want to really sit out in the outside eating area because it's nice out. It's about 75 degrees out. I, I want to eat out in the fresh air and they've got umbrellas out there in case it rains. So I catch the eye of the woman who I put my order in with. And she says, she says, can I help you? I said, I would like to know if I can eat outside. She says, did you talk to the maitre d' about a table? I'm like, no, I didn't know I had to. I was like, if if it's before I could even finish, because I was just going to tell her, if it's, there's a big issue, I'm not going to, don't worry about it. I'll just sit here. Before I could finish my statement, she moves over and starts to talk to the maitre d' and ask her about me sitting outside. Now, the maitre d' already looks agitated because of the rush and everybody looks agitated so now i'm just in this space and i don't feel comfortable so yours truly decides to make an executive decision do i stay in this environment that i'm not feeling comfortable with even though i want to break out of my eating rut or do i retreat to what i feel comfortable in well let me tell you something people I retreat quickly. I quickly get the eye of the young woman and I tell her exactly how I feel. I say, excuse me, ma'am. I have an emergency and I, therefore I need to cancel my order. I must leave. I must have said it in a very forceful or very urgent way because the woman, the waitress clutched her chest as though she had pearls and backed up like, oh my God, I hope everything is all right. Don't worry about it. I must have, it must have been in my eyes. And I'm for everybody that's listening, I know some of you are just like, son, you lied. No, I didn't lie. Because eating is serious business. And the emergency was that I didn't feel comfortable and I needed to go where I could feel comfortable, which was the soy cafe. So I immediately left that environment, went around the corner to the soy cafe, and had a beautiful, delicious lunch of barbecue so barbecue ramen vegan barbecue ramen and let me tell you something it was damn good anyway so <laughs> that was my long-winded story anyway we're gonna get into this podcast again talking to a miss Brittany noel um it's gonna be a great podcast it's gonna be a lot of fun thank you for tuning in You know what you're doing when you're here with us. Kick your feet up, pull up your favorite chair, grab the person that you love, and pull them close to you. You are home with the De La Fit Podcast. So that means relax. All right, let's get it. You're now tuned in to the De La Fit Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast with special guest, the awesome person, Miss Brittany Noel. She has been here in a while and we're so glad to have her back. And I can say a whole bunch of other great things, but we're just going to let her talk. Brittany, what's going on? Oh, hey, what's up? Long time no talk. It has been a long time, Brittany. What's going on with you? What are, you've been dealing, or I should say, you've been doing a lot of things. I mean, I've been paying attention to your social media, and you are really grinding really hard. That is like my middle name. Like, people joke about how many things I do a lot. But everything's really fun. It's all stuff I'm passionate about, so that helps. I mean, you. I mean, I listen. I'm. I'm just getting tired just looking at your social media. I mean, first of all, um, first of all, let me just tell tell you all this out there. Like, we're talking about uh, doing reviews on products, uh, doing uh, training sessions, uh, posting videos. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. My favorite. Somebody just shot a commercial, which I just saw. I mean, so. You play pool? Yeah. I play pool. Oh, yeah. So that was like a little bit of commercial. It was more of like a promo video for a brand. But okay. yes, I do shoot pool. And so they had me kind of acting like a pool shark. But instead of playing for money, we were playing for socks. Fun fact about that video, I actually hit in every one of those shots, which was great. I mean, they edited it to make it look, you know, 
more sequential. But I hate all those. So you have to go to Chef See, I was going to ask you that. I was going to be like, now, is that all, you know, the magic of video editing? Or is that all, like, some serious, like, nah, I got skills when it comes to playing pool? I had more skills than I think they were expecting. I think they thought they were going to have to, like, position balls more for me. But they realized that I actually, like, knew how to shoot because, like, run a table. So it actually made shooting that seem pretty easy. See? And when I saw that, I was just like, I said, damn, I said, see? She is killing it. I, see, I, I suck at pool. I suck at pool. You know, there are very few things that I would like to say that I'm good at. You know, and the things that I'm naturally good at are the things that basically most people see on social media. So, <laughs> would you be doing pull-ups and other little things like that? But A lot of people can't do that. Hey, listen, listen. I was just looking at it, and I was just like, I said, you know what? I said, every time I watch Britney she's grinding she's working and i'm like I, I i need to get on my shit excuse my language everybody out there but i need to get on mine because i'm like she i feel is like that's killing. the sentiment of most people that meet me especially like a lot of younger fans lately that have been like clapping back to me they're just like i need to get my life together they're like you just solidly have your shit together very intimidating in the dating world because i do say so myself but you know whatever hey listen um, my thing is right now, like, you know, you got to stay around people like yourself, you know, or better than yourself in order to uh, progress and get better. So anytime I see what you're doing, like, literally, I'm just like, okay, all right, it's time to, it's time to really, you know, put the, the work in, really get it together and, and just go hard. And, and just for all you out there, no, now, Brittany, should I say this? I mean, I know you feel some type of way about it. last time you did. You're a celebrity trainer. So, should, I mean, I mean, it just, I, I just put it out there. But, I mean, I'm saying, like, just to let people know the level of clientele and the level of things that you're doing, you know, for everybody out there. You know, you you are really, like, you're in Porsche mode, <laughs> you know, you're in fast lane, continuously working on a lot of things, along with your website. Yes, website was a project, I'm glad that it um, more or less, so the blog is up, it's fully functional, all my programming packages are up there, um, you definitely need to track it with people like visiting it and whatnot, uh, the blog has actually kind of been hopefully more successful than what I was thinking, but I definitely have discovered a passion for writing things. And so I'm almost tempted to just create like a whole new website just for blogging and to really focus on the trial aspects of things and how to incorporate traveling fitness. But that's a later project. I'm happy that like my foundation of the website is done and sharing. Um, they're friendly, I definitely encourage you to check that out. So what, what other projects do you have, you know, uh, uh, that you're working on right now and things that you're doing right now? Because there's so much. Like, tell us some of the uh, the ones that you're, like, you know, you're, so, you have your passion. Um, so definitely working on and taking more clients online. It wasn't something that I was doing for a while because I really wanted to be able to have that personal interaction with everyone. Mm-hmm. But I finally there's a way that I still have that very customized Wellness retreat places. 
So I'll be advertising that too, just instead of getting data from my clients and followers on like what places they would like to visit, where they want to vacation, what sort of things they'd want to do, whether it's yoga, weightlifting, or mindset things. Um, there definitely will be like a chef there to have that nutrition because I have a huge passion for travel and it's relaxing to me, but I find that a lot of people don't know how to kind of balance their fitness goals with traveling. People have a tendency to overindulge and, you know, do a bunch, and then they come back and they're like, I need a vacation for my vacation. Right. So really just to teach people, like, you can still go have a great time, but make time to work out, you know, definitely eat some fun things, but there's definitely a way for you to eat more health-conscious things while on vacation. So teaching people that. Um, and then the most exciting project that I've been working on, uh, I was doing a competition that I was being really cryptic about on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I still have to be cryptic about it, but it is for a television show. So the show is going to air in the fall. Nice. And so, yeah, and it will uh, be on Fox. So what? Yeah, so I'll be competing in a show in a ton so, um, once I get to okay to start advertising it, like once they receive the team and stuff, and I'll be able to subscribe and of course let you know like what episode I can watch it and it on. But it was definitely a very strenuous competition for me, more so mentally than physically, I would say. Okay. The physicality was definitely difficult, but it definitely pulled me out of my comfort zone a lot. So, uh, it was a great experience because it was at a time in my life where I was trying to make a transition into, you know, going this more direction in my life where I'm in control of my own business and really being like a boss woman. And right. so I was, you know, focused on like mindset and kind of like magnify your pencil and get. So this came at a time where like I had to physically get myself out of my comfort zone physically. It was a lot. I survived. Uh, I only broke a nail, not a fever or anything like that. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Every time we talk to you, you know, you're always doing a lot of progressive things. You're always going at it. And, I mean, you're an inspiration to to, to me, I will say that, first of all, because I'm telling you again, I'll be looking and I'll be like, Brittany's doing it. Let me let me get out here and, and really start moving to handle my shit. And let me really start doing this for real, you know what I mean, and really getting out there. You said some things that I thought was really interesting um, about the fact of what you do dealing with social media and helping others, um, which is partly one of our topics that we want to talk about today. Um, so, you know, I work with uh, the youth and I work with uh, teens and mentoring as well as training. And one big thing um, or one big aspect I have noticed and I'm sure you have noticed and it's becoming an issue is the fact of um, social media and how our youth um, visualize themselves. You know what I'm saying? And just the um, negative effects that can come with that. So, you know, uh, we've been talking a lot about uh, dysfunction, no eating, and just some of the things like body dysmorphia and things like that how as a trainer how do we begin or what is your opinion on how do we begin to help individuals specifically if they're younger but the age doesn't really matter how do we begin to help individuals who are dealing with social media and the pressures that they take on from seeing on what they think is the perfect body how do we begin yeah, to do actually, that? Yeah, that's actually really uh, a great point. Um, and I, I coach high schoolers, so I am around youth a lot, and that is something that comes up um, with all age groups. So first, what I tell people is try not to compare yourself to these body types. If you start to feel yourself like getting anxiety over or feeling pressure to look like a person, I personally recommend not following those type of accounts on social media because it's just kind of always in your face. Um, like, for instance, my feed is not in a 
what makes you you, what makes you special, what makes you unique. And right. you know, you go out and look at the job world, you're trying to articulate why someone should hire you or why you're spectacular. So many people can't do that because they've either been taught their whole life that they're not supposed to cry about themselves, or they've been taught by someone that they're insignificant, or they just have never thought about it. So, one of the things you can do for yourself to just help you with your self image is just have time to reflect and simply think about like what things take me off and write a list. And you should be able to come up with at least 20 reasons why you're leaving. If you can't do that, then call your best friend, call, you know, your parent, call someone close to you to be like, tell me 20 things about myself that. And right. that can kind of start to break down that barrier for you and start to figure out who you are as a person. If that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, one thing I like to tell individuals uh, that I'm training or consulting also is to make some type of principles for themselves. Set some rules, just like you were talking about. You know, one thing is if you can't go to the gym and have fun, then you don't need to be there. You know, because if you're not going to do something that you don't enjoy, you know, that you're not enjoying, you're not going to continue it. And this should be something that you enjoy. Um, I know for me, you know, when I first started, I got some advice from some a couple of different sources. And one thing that I really liked is the fact of somebody once told me, once you're in the gym, whatever you do that day, you leave it there. And then you come out and, you you know, you do it deal with the rest of your life but when you're there you deal with directly what's there you stay mindful of what's in front of you and it helped me because whether I had a good day at the gym whether I had a bad day at the gym it stayed there and I just focused on what's the next step what is the next step for the next day you know and if it makes sense and I feel like that's something that in uh, our youth need for them like principles of action when it comes to this, to help them defend themselves against, as you were saying, like the barrage of social media, what you're seeing, and really sticking to them, their individuals. For you, if you could give them, we'll say, four principles, what would you tell them? What would you give them? Um, I would teach them that only your opinion of yourself matters. Mm-hmm. So... Don't put yourself down. You need to always think positive thoughts about yourself. And then if you start to try to see someone in the world, the podcast insulting you, you're just bringing yourself down. So always hold yourself to a high standard and believe in yourself. Uh, another thing is to have gratitude. I think a lot of people don't take the time to be grateful for what's going on. A lot of the time, you have a really shitty day well on all the perceptions of it. Mm-hmm. So you can take your time to kind of find what you can be grateful about that kind of situation. Remember? So, gratefulness would be the second thing. Um, I would say kindness. If you are kind to other people, you will attract more kindness to you. Um, that's something that I have to work a lot on because I tend to be pretty happy. But <laughs> it is kind of, it is Like um, like it's going in and out. 
slightly. Okay. All right. I, I think can, I was. I can hear you now. I can definitely hear you now. Uh, cool. Um, yeah. So, grace is really important for people to learn about. It's something that's lacking in our newer generation because a lot of people, because of social media, want to mm-hmm. like rescue. They want to have it bad. They're not willing to work hard for it. Right. Whereas, in order for you to be very successful in life, if you set the goal, you need to that yeah, you can't work hard. That all happens at your level of grace. So, yeah, I would say self-love, kindness, gratefulness, and grace. That's the cool that I would be That's some that's some good advice right there. Um, we have another question. You know, we always like to get our um, fitness question of the day. So this one comes from. Um, I'm gonna call him T. All right, he doesn't want me to say his name. Don't, don't worry, don't worry, Tracy. Anyway, um, <laughs> so um, no, Tracy wants to know. Um, he has issues dealing with his shoulder. He thinks it's a shoulder, possibly a shoulder tear, or uh, something dealing with his uh, rotary cuff. He wants to know some things he can do to kind of help him rehabilitate it without. Um, uh, intense surgery and things like that. Things he can do at, to kind of help himself heal, you know, as he as he's going along before uh, um, really any serious uh, damage takes place. Yeah. Uh, the number one thing that I would say is don't do any overhead prepping. So, like shoulder press is out of the question. Put it uh, and you would still feel absolutely no pain with the overhead pressing. Secondly, I would a lot of time stretching out your back. So a lot of the time, shoulder injuries or other shoulder pain come from people having too tight of chest muscles and it basically brings their shoulders forward with a lot of unnecessary strain on the shoulder joint. So stretching out your back is a really good thing. Or a wall set or like a wall needle. It's like all the stuff on YouTube. And I actually did a creative video on YouTube that um, we can get rid of shoulder pain on my blog. Look up that. Um, another thing to do is really work on rows, maybe do horizontal pulls. That's a good idea. You can do an exercise called Gaston. Basically, what that would be is either you can push up position or have your hands up against the wall and just work on pushing your shoulder blades in and out through all the motions for traction and retraction. You're just working on getting that mobility um, for your shoulder blades. Um, you can also work on external rotation, so that means um, you holding a resistance band and turning outward away from your body. That's a really good way to help snap your rotator cuff muscle. Um, and then just working on the stability aspect of it. So again, once you're kind of pain free, you can do things like side play to get some more shoulder stability. You can do armor carries, hold a and, and walk, trying to secure your shoulder. So those are all good things. But I would definitely start first and foremost with dressing out with neck and then trying to regain some of the mobility in your shoulder. Once again, everybody, the amazing Brittany Noel joining us here at the De La Fit Podcast. Brittany, thank you for your time and joining us once again um, amongst all of the amazing things that you are doing. Uh, I will always uh, tell you that you are always an open and welcome guest here. You have a home here. And for those who want to look you up, tell them where they can find you, your social media, your blog. Um, and, you know, just where they can look for you. Yeah, so I am on Instagram. It's the underscore Noel Fitness. And that's also my Twitter. You can find me on YouTube, Brittany Noel S. And then my website is www.noelfitness.com. And the Strong and Fit blog can be found on that website. And, yeah. That's pretty much all. And Brittany, I just oh, want to... 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Brittany, how do you manage everything that you're doing? That's another question I, I oh, want to ask. I'm, I'm just really good at time management. Um, I have a lot of my stuff integrated into one another. So, like, when I post on Instagram, it goes on to my Twitter. Uh, I have figured out a strategy for blogging. I pull from a lot of my content on my Instagram and kind of formulate the blog from there. I tie in a lot of my YouTube videos into my blog posts. A lot of it's just planning. I have awesome planning apps like Sally and Gudam. That helps you just kind of keep a a storyline in my head. But this is just kind of understanding what content I want every day and then taking the time to film that content and yeah, it also helps that everything I post about is stuff I do in my everyday life. So having that element of authenticity actually helps me a lot because I don't have to, you know, the bunk. Like, I'm already at the gym, so I just record the workout. I'm already cooking, so I can take pictures of my food. I'm already traveling, things like that. So it's just being cognizant to capture those moments so that I have the content. Once again, everybody, Brittany Noel, <laughs> doing it and doing it big. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here again, Brittany. Anytime. <laughs> Della Fit Podcast is now available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. It's time for another podcast excursion. Join us. We are the Della Fit Podcast. So, special shout out to the always amazing, wonderful, and energetic Brittany Noel for coming back to the Della Fit Podcast and joining us for the discussion uh, that we just had. Listen, I have to say this. Everybody out there, check out Brittany's social media, her website, everything you can. She is a wonderful, beautiful, kind person. Um, she's the type of individual that will motivate you. She's a go-getter. Uh, she's a mentor. She acts as my mentor at times. I might not always tell her, but she is. Um, she's she's just a positive person. Short story, I met uh Brittany on live.me literally I, I met her there and I she, she was doing her own live stream and then we, I was there and we were talking and I told her I had a podcast and she was like you need to have me on your podcast and I was like yes I need to have you on my podcast so um she, look she is the type of motivating force that everyone needs in their life and I just want to send a special shout out and thank her. If she's listening right now, thank you so much for coming on to the show. You're always giving so much positivity. And we thank you. I thank you for that so much, as well as so much motivation, because it's hard, people. For everybody listening, it's not easy, especially if you want to be successful at something, especially if you have goals and aspirations. It is very difficult when your aspirations aren't like every uh other person's typical aspiration you know when they're not conventional so you need people who are not conventional thinkers around you and Brittany is one of those individuals that i i i like to uh communicate with as much as possible so thank you to miss noel um also as i always say a big shout to you the listeners because you are the ones that continue to motivate me to do this you are the ones that put out all the positive energy and you are the ones that tune in every week faithfully and tell other individuals about the podcast so thank you so much to all of you because this is something i truly um want to progress and make bigger and better and it's it's a learning curve i've said that since i've begun but when I look at where, where I started as to where we are now, as to all the things I've learned, as to all of the guests I've been fortunate 
to talk with, to speak with, and to have them at times teach me valuable tips, valuable information. Man, let me tell you something. It's a blessing. And I look at this uh, podcast as something uh, that I can do to pass that blessing on. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning into the Daily Fit Podcast this week. If you have any questions, topics, guests you would like us to talk to, you know what to do. You can always hit us up at our Gmail, which is DayLifeFit13 at gmail.com. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know why I do that, guys. I don't know why I do it. It's funny. When I'm talking just like this and I just stop thinking, the words flow. Um, But hey, you know, you can also reach us on our Instagram, which is day underscore la underscore fit podcast you can reach us on facebook at day la fit podcast and you can find us on our website which is www.daylifefitpodcast.com we are out there you can reach us also please you can tune in to us on any platform we are almost on every platform that there is to be found from iHeartMedia, media spotify and beyond that came from a cartoon i feel like from infinity and beyond i don't know what it is i'm getting tongue-tied but anyway thank you so much for tuning in this week we have some other beautiful amazing shows filled with energy coming up i'm gonna leave those as a surprise um but we are getting close to the fourth season that's right and you know what takes place every time we get to another season another season the show the show takes another turn it it starts to change starts to morph it grows as it should as we should as human beings so stay tuned for these changes because guess what the daylight fit podcast is growing and you're growing with us so as always love yourselves love each other and remember each one teach one and we are all a member of the village what is the village takes a village to raise a child and we are all somebody's child so be a big brother be a big sister love your family peace You've been listening to the Delafit Podcast. Ta-ta for now.